go. Did, did you hear that? I didn't mean that kind of fucking noise. <laughs> Jesus. What do you mean make a noise? I meant like a fucking drum roll, not like a... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> you can't just say make a noise. It could mean anything. <laughs> didn't expect that shit. No, I'm sorry. Expect some ASMR. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, welcome to It Doesn't Take Two. <laughs> happens when you don't have one of those machines yeah oh we should have got a soundboard that would have been awesome yeah okay could have had like booms sure. we could download one on our phone i don't know that's too much effort it's fine i'm just gonna wing it welcome to it doesn't take two featuring featuring uh sweet little shins And, and Dr. Paddington, MD. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's us. <laughs> Here we are. We're going to talk about uh, two movies, same plot. Two movies, same plot. That's it. <laughs> as easy as that. Yeah, that's that's it. Really it. <laughs> Each movie will be graded on the same criteria consistently throughout Every episode, we will grade on actors, characters, story, and rewatchability, as well as uh, mm-hmm. some other random bits that are more movie specific. All incredibly biased. All incredibly biased. This is one hundred percent just our <laughs> horrible, horrible opinions. <laughs> none of this all is based purely on opinion. None of this is movie critique. We are not at all nope. qualified for that. <laughs> no, this is an opinion and not a good one. That's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, today we have uh, Friends with Benefits, No Strings Attached, the classic uh, case of two movies, one plot. <laughs> two movies, one <laughs> plot. Two girls, <laughs> one enema. <laughs> you can't talk about enemas because no one else gets the joke. <laughs> Animas themselves are the joke. Anima is the punchline <laughs> to every joke. <laughs> Two plots, one enema. <laughs> We're actually changing the name of the podcast right now. <laughs> Two, Two plots, plots <laughs> one enema. <laughs> okay. okay, continue, continue. Uh, okay, we'll start with a little summary of each movie. You go. <laughs> okay, no strings attached. Do I mention the actors? Mm, sure. Just the main two. Okay, so No Strings Attached uh, is about two people who meet in their adolescence and continuously meet up throughout their life, which leads to a relationship with No Strings Attached. A sexual relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. An emotional relationship with No Strings Attached. <laughs> Honestly, kind of. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, featuring Ashton Kutcher and Natalie Portman uh, as the two main stars, leads. And then on the other hand, we have uh, Friends with Benefits, starring Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake, where uh, these uh, two people who meet through... They don't even work together, but they meet through work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they meet through work, and then... 
just decide to have casual sexual relations with each other. I mean, not to jump and, directly into it, but I actually don't even know what a headhunter is, which is what Mila no. Kunis plays. I actually don't even know what that does. I honestly was thinking the whole time, I was like, is is a headhunter, like, separate from the business? Do they, like, does, because he, he was hired for GQ, like, did GQ hire someone separately, or does she, is she a headhunter for GQ? Oh, well, I don't know, because in the movie, someone, another company calls her and is like, yeah, we, we want him. And she's like, oh, well, he has a contract. And I'm like, why are they contacting her for that? Like, what does she do? I don't, yeah, I don't get that either. <clears throat> like, what's the point of going through that middleman like that? I, like, I guess she, she, uh, it's her job to convince him, but, like, why can't they convince him? Oh, that's just our own ignorance, though. That has nothing to do with <laughs> yeah, the movie. That's, that's really true. <laughs> we're just stupid. <laughs> yeah, we're just, we don't have any, any work experience. Okay. <laughs> um, also, a disclaimer for anyone listening, the, these movies are about sex. So, some graphic things might be said as quotes or not so just be prepared for your ears don't what is watch the rating children. what is the rating on this podcast well i feel like curse words will be said have been said and so have they really yeah probably from my mouth <laughs> <laughs> well just because of the curse words i think this and because of the sex in the in the movies i think this specific episode can be rated r okay. but i feel like other ones can, can fly with a pg-13 maybe Mm, depends depends on how heated we get it's true how excited how into the movie we are i have feelings emotions okay no so strings well, attached emotions first of all just to give a little real world context friends with benefits has a 68 percent on rotten tomatoes which i know you don't trust rotten tomatoes but maybe someone does mm. Friends with Benefits has 68. No Strings Attached has 49%. I have so many feelings. So, wait, wait, uh, can you clarify? Is that the audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes or is that the critics? No, that was the, that was the critics rating. Okay. I have no idea what the audience rating is. I think the audience also liked Friends with Benefits better. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll take your word I've for seen. it. I can see it. Going, like, just off of popularity friends with benefits definitely was the more mainstream movie i feel like mm -hmm. i definitely have seen that on tv more often i remember yeah i feel like it was a bigger deal in the theaters i don't really know when did they come out 2011 they both came out in 2011 mm -hmm. mm, that was a while ago yeah Oh my god. Help. When you can honestly tell from the content of the movies. That's so <laughs> Like just true. the jokes that are being made in each movie, you can be like this was this this was 2011. That is so Things true were different. actually. Okay, so, so the first criteria, mm -hmm. actors. This will be uh again, this is 1000% our opinion. So we are basing it on just like do we like these people? <laughs> <laughs> do we like, like them? <laughs> Like, if I'm not a big fan of Justin Timberlake, I, I'm seriously biased, and I might just be like, Friends with Benefits sucked. <laughs> not saying that I, I'm not a fan of Justin Timberlake. I don't quite know fully what my opinions on him are. On an, as but an we'll actor, that. I feel like you should only view it as an actor. Let's not even do it as a That's musician. That's a good point. That's a good point. We'll try and be a little a little fair in that in that situation. I feel like that's actually not being fair. It's, it's actually discrediting him. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's true. You're right. Only holding him to what he's worst at. I mean, there's <laughs> the opinion right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, do you, uh, well, uh, in taking 
in talking about the actors, I'm going to consider physical appearance and how well they've done. Are we going to go one by one? For every actor in the movie? No, just like the leads and then maybe some sides. We can do we can do the leads, maybe some sides, and then just kind of score just a whole of the actors in the film. Give a whole Yeah, yeah, whole I like number. that. Okay, which, which yeah. movie do you want to start with first? We start with Friends with Benefits. We can well since we already touched on Justin Timberlake, let's just go there. That's true. Let's start with Justin Timberlake. Yeah. As our leading man. A heavy hitter. Yep, Mr. Dylan. I personally didn't think that he did a good job in this movie. <laughs> but I don't know if that's entirely his fault or if it's the the writing. But I just can't I don't see him as like a leading man i just don't see it i mean i totally agree if this was like an ensemble movie i can see him being Mm. one of the seven leading men but (laughs) in a movie purely about if this were valentine's day then fine yeah (laughs) i mean i feel like i can't i mean we've spoken about this i can't tell if it's the writing or the acting Mm -hmm. in this movie specifically i think it's a little bit of both yeah more on the writer's side though I, I agree. And I will say there's the one scene that we both were like, wow, that scene wasn't terribly acted. But even that, like, that was their best performance. And we were like, not terrible. <laughs> not awful. <laughs> and I don't know. I really feel like for Justin Timberlake, it's something about his face. <laughs> something about the way he emotes. That I just... I, yeah, I really feel like he can't emote. <laughs> I feel like his face always looks the same. <laughs> That's true. Oh, wow. Like, I don't see him showing any, like, sad or pain. And, like, I know he was definitely supposed to at points in this movie. So what do you think his one emotion is that he's always showing? Just, like, oh, that's a good question. (laughs) Just, like... (laughs) Let's say it at the same time. Okay. Three, two, one. Douche. like i can't think of anything that like accurately <laughs> describes it other than just dude. <laughs> i was really hoping you'd say Me it too. too i was like she's gonna say it <laughs> and i almost backed out i almost changed my mind but then i was like no i, I like there's nothing else it's <laughs> that's why i was like let's count down because we're gonna say the same fucking thing <laughs> that was really great i'm really glad that so, we yeah, had that moment it. captured i know right that was <laughs> funny perfect. But that's it. Yeah, I didn't. I I'm not uh, impressed by his performance in this movie. No, me neither. I'm, I I can't even think of another movie he's been in. But I know no, he was in the Social just... Network. He did. He I feel like his character was exactly the same in that movie too. Like I said, douche. <laughs> he was the same. Honestly, we gotta keep. We're gonna put a pin in that because I have more to say <laughs> on that when we come to a different grading criteria. <laughs> okay. So we'll move on to Mila Kunis. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to Mila Kunis. Um, hmm. I think she did a better job. I think in general, as an actress, she's a little more established. Yeah, I think she is an actress. <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, Justin Timberlake's a singer. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He's literally like a cameo yeah. in his own movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say I liked her um, acting. But the way she had to act, I don't approve of. 
Yeah. Uh, this is another thing. This is like the same thing as before. Where we just have a problem with the writing of this movie. Like uh, there were really a lot it. of like lines that were just uncomfortable. They were weird. Let's I felt actually like go into that. Let's go into the lines. I felt like none of the conversations flowed very well. That's a good point. Did you? We didn't really actually write down any quotes. I now I kind of wish we couple, did. And I think it was mostly because we only took note of the few lines that we thought were funny when in, in reality we should have taken note of the lines that were not good at all. <laughs> That's true because so one thing about this movie is that <clears throat> the characters are really stereotypical. Both in the sense that it's a man and a woman in a sexual relationship. Those stereotypes are present all yeah. across the board. Mm-hmm. But also Mila Kunis's character is from New York. Justin Timberlake's character is from LA and they really play that up. Like that's yeah. their that's their personalities. It is very gimmicky. And like honestly, we were talking about quotes and the, like the the only absolutely great line in this movie wasn't even from one of the main characters. It was from a cameo <laughs> by Emma Stone. <laughs> Which, like, points... They they do get points for having Emma Stone and Andy Samberg in the very beginning of the movie. And I think that's funny, but Emma Stone uh, says, next time, instead of being late, just shit on my face. (laughs) It's kind of the same thing as missing your body is a wonderland. (laughs) And, like, that's the funniest thing that's said in the whole movie, and it happens in the very beginning. (laughs) That's so true. And, you know what? Going back to the main characters, right? Yeah. Um, They weren't outstanding in acting or writing or their mm-hmm. characters really weren't that unique or anything mm-hmm. in rom-coms and movie in general i feel like but they're definitely the cliches and actually now that you were saying like the biggest line in the movie or the funniest line in the movie was from a side character think about the actual side characters and their level of of status as an actor and actress and then think of Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake (laughs) (laughs) I was way more excited to see Emma Stone in this movie than I was to watch any of it without her (laughs) yeah so some like Woody Harrelson Emma Stone um freaking who else um Andy Samberg oh well Sean White was in it (laughs) I mean that's like on par I feel like (laughs) not a status as an actor but like just a status as like a person Again, yeah. he also delivered a really funny line as, like, <laughs> yeah. just a one-off side character. <laughs> exactly. Like, I feel like their performance... Rashida Jones and, um, and Jason, Jason Siegel. Siegel. Yeah. I feel I, like everyone honestly, else in the movie was more important to me than them. <laughs> they were funnier, for sure. Yeah. I don't... And I feel like they relied a lot on some of the humor from the side characters. I don't know. Yeah. For the main characters the sexual jokes and stuff it was just really hard sometimes to watch mm-hmm. yeah i feel like we 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 drifted into talking about characters for this instead of That's actors true. oh you're so right you're right do you yeah. want to close the conversation on actors and just give it a score right now and then we talk well, about the characters let's just do like maybe one ending note on just in terms of like emila kunis as people as people okay yeah, yeah. i think Mila kunis is wonderful as a person me too and that's the thing is she's so diverse in like casting i guess that i feel yeah. like you know she's not like justin timberlake where it's like you just see fucking justin timberlake yeah like i can see mila kunis playing characters mm-hmm. but justin timberlake i'm just like he's just a singer like i can't <laughs> I don't, no offense but i just like don't <laughs> i don't want to say i don't respect him but, like, <laughs> <laughs> he makes you disrespect him <laughs> but like low-key i don't respect him as an actor I think it's just hard. I mean, I, but that's the thing is I kind of, I watch this movie thinking of him as an actor 
trying to buy into their roles. And mm-hmm. I did a little bit, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I like Justin Timberlake as a person, not so much yeah. as an actor. I love Definitely. Mila Kunis as an actress. I think she's awesome. Mm-hmm. I think and this movie was hard for them to work with, but yeah. Them together? Weird. I don't get it. But Yeah, I didn't really <laughs> feel feel that. Do you want to give the, the score? Oh, shit. I forgot about that. Yeah, okay. So, um, as a whole, I'd give it like a... <laughs> I'm going to be harsh. <laughs> I mean, I'll give it like a 6 out of 10. That's. I was also thinking 6 out of 10. They did get bonus points for all the like extra people in my mind. They got like an extra point for me. Oh, so it was originally a five, or it was originally a six? Yeah, it was. It was originally a five, but then I'm like, but they have all those other actors in it that I do respect. <laughs> okay, fair, fair enough. So actors, we both give it a six. Yep. So there we go. Characters. I think I have problems with just the way that they wrote each of these characters. It's just like there's nothing more to them than just like. Mila Kunis's character is from New York. Justin Timberlake's character is from L.A. They both have, like, slight family issues. And, like... And then, and then like, the, the, somehow it affects the way that they deal with relationships. But, like, it doesn't actually make sense how I think the issues that specific, are presented. I think when you... So their characters are only their locations right yes, like entirely. yeah like their hometowns and then also though i feel like their characters are also just gender cliches in yeah, relationships that's very very true so when you mentioned oh they're broken or whatever for some reason that's yeah. not really explained i feel like that also fits into the whole gender role in relationships mm-hmm. thing yeah the whole family thing we'll get into that in in a, a few minutes because that's <laughs> a whole other thing so yeah. <laughs> let's go into justin timberlake's character first so his major thing is just one he's from LA. So he he likes uh he, he likes open spaces but it's not like LA is open. And then he has commitment issues which like kind of doesn't make sense because he literally had a girlfriend before. Yeah, wait, what what, what did they say about that in the movie? I don't remember what Emma Stone had said to him when they broke up because you know they did oh that God. scene where they were like each of their exes it's were like telling them what was that wrong was even with their them. exes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I forgot that was a good thing. That was in L.A. Then. Yeah, that was, was when, when he was in L.A. and he was going to the John Mayer concert. He was meeting Emma Stone. He showed up late, so she dumped him. That's true. Wow, I completely forgot about that. That was like actually supposed to be their relationships. And then like I don't, but they didn't exp- like him breaking up with emma stone doesn't mean he has commitment issues because like she broke up with him that's true i don't if i think it would probably be more helpful if i remembered or if either one of us remembered what she said to him when they broke up and like what her reasonings were they were giving like, the common cliches she yeah. was giving them to him though she wasn't saying anything yeah. about him she was like oh oh about she was own. like it's not me it's you yeah exactly. that kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah and oh, then when andy samberg and mila kunis broke up that's when he was like you're emotionally damaged yes and then like that was the thing that they used for her throughout the whole movie her being damaged same with him though like it just yeah uh, it it was like they said that the these characters had these issues but then like didn't actually show it in any way (laughs) 
I mean, they made they made sure to state it like a hundred times. Yeah, they, they definitely <laughs> because they definitely said it out loud a bunch. I guess that really comes in with the acting and the writing, though, because I guess they yeah. couldn't really write or act how a character in that state would be. Yeah. So they had to make sure to say it a lot of times to really get it through. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a we're not grading it on writing, but if we were, I'm probably I would probably give like a two the writing. I'm yeah, I, I'm lumping that in with characters, so <laughs> <laughs> because that shit is not okay. So their their characters yeah. are L.A. and New York. Yeah. Really bad L.A. New York, like like the amount of stereotypes presented they, the, the New York LA stereotypes but then also well this is more of a when we get into feminism but uh, the, like stereotypical guy girl and guy girl relationship yep. also that was a lot I mean it was like okay he's from LA he can't cross the street oh everybody from New York hates people from LA oh people oh from God. LA are super green and love fucking recycling and it was just <laughs> it was so gimmicky and like Part of me is like, is it because we're we're like we're from New York, not exactly the city, but like we're from New York, and so we're like, oh, these New York stereotypes are just like really annoying. But like, do other people actually enjoy that? Like, do people find that funny? I don't think it's just the fact that it's annoying. I think it's also the fact that we're from here, so we know it's not true at all. Yeah, I mean, it's true to some extent, like oh, East Coast, West Coast. But at yeah. the same time, like if someone's like, oh, I'm from LA, no one would be like, boo. Which yeah. is a scene in the movie. That's a scene in the movie that happens. <laughs> he walks funny. into a party with Mila Kunis and she says, oh, this is Dylan. He's from L.A. And the whole room goes, boo. <laughs> I literally forgot that happened. <laughs> that was like my perfect example of how this movie just like really exploits now, if the, person the was from it. if the person was from New Jersey, I could see that realistically oh, happening that's in New the thing. Yeah, I could, de- I could see that. Or Staten Island. Yeah. That's even a part of New York, though. <laughs> I think... We should touch on a couple of the side characters. So there was Woody Harrelson, there was um, Mila Kunis's mom, and there was uh, Justin Timberlake's dad. Is like kind of a character. He he's like partially a character. His family as a whole has like a dynamic that I feel like yeah. is kind of important. In the it's movie. important, definitely in like the second half. Yeah, which is Woody when the movie Harrelson really picks up. Yeah, Woody Harrelson is really. It's just like the most unrealistic gay guy i've ever seen <laughs> but that's the thing i think it's funny that oh he's super he loves to talk about how gay he is and how he loves men oh but yeah. don't worry we're crushing stereotypes because he runs the sports yeah. section <laughs> <laughs> i think i think that's something that's something that's very 2011 about it is that they just didn't know how to show a gay person on a, in a movie my question is do you think they set him up like, do you think they made his character ahead of the sports section in the magazine they write for because they wanted to set him up for the gay jokes? I think so. I think 100% they were like, oh, he'll be a gay person that does sports and then he can, like, objectify men. Yeah, like, that's, it. that's what I was that's thinking. That's what they were going for. I feel like you can't accidentally do that. <laughs> that's kind of true. I mean, that's true, because I was thinking, oh, maybe they made him head of the sports section to, like, crush stereotypes. But then I was like, yeah, but they actually, in the movie, they made him super, like, 
they set him up in scenes with yeah. a bunch of dudes naked holding footballs over their junk. Yeah, and, it's and like, they made okay. him seem like kind of predatory in a way where he was like always trying to be like to Justin Timberlake's character. He was always like, "Oh, you're sure you're not gay? Yeah, are you sure you're not gay?" Wait, what did he say? What, did he, what was the line that he said? Strictly dickly, strictly dickly. Yeah, <laughs> that's another. That's another example of a really funny line said by a side character. That's true. That was one of my favorite. Actually, that was one of the only things that made me laugh in the movie. Yeah. I'd say I laughed yeah. a total of, like, out loud, like, four times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean... Um, her mom... Mm-hmm. That's, that's how they try and explain Mila Kunis's emotional damage, is just the fact that her mom is, like, a bad mom, and to that she doesn't extreme. have a dad. Yeah, like, her mom just, like, literally sleeps with guys... Like, does drugs and doesn't remember anyone that she's ever met like any and tries she's to sleep with her with. own yeah boyfriend walks in stuff. on her daughter in bed with a guy and then goes and feels him up like <laughs> yeah. that's why mila kunis's character has emotional damage it's because her mom is kind of kind of wild they don't ever explicitly say that or really even make that clear i guess they just insinuate it yeah which like is fine and that one at least kind of makes sense but with justin timberlake's character it's like his dad has Alzheimer's, and so he has commitment issues. Like, that doesn't make <laughs> sense. Well, no, no, no. Actually, it's on their side of the story. His mom walked out on them ten years prior. Okay. So that could have something to do with it. That, yeah. But they barely even touch on that They said it, it once. They said it once. They did. They said it once at the very end when he's eating with his dad. Oh, my God. That's why they made him have Alzheimer's. That's why. Because they wanted him to be like, oh, where's Betty? That's not her name. But they're like, oh, where's <laughs> Betty? And then they're like, Betty left 10 years ago, John. <laughs> that's not their names. <laughs> but I feel like that's actually, like, I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's really probably, convenient. I think that's what they were going for. 100%. Yeah. So, yeah, he has Alzheimer's. Um, Justin Timberlake really has a strong relationship with his dad, looks up to him a lot. Yeah. And, you know, his mom walked out on his father, like, you know, a decade ago. Yeah. So I guess that could have something to do with his commitment issues. I I guess so, yeah. I just, I feel like things could have been done a lot better in terms of developing these characters, in There was opinion. no development. Yeah, uh, that's there true. There was point A, point B, and they jumped to it. Yeah, they it leaked. wasn't, I don't think any of the characters really, like, changed that much. They really I didn't, mean, because, no. like... In the beginning, they were both in relationships, mm-hmm. and now they're the, the same exact people that they were before, just in a different relationship. <laughs> and, I mean, I think it's really clear, like, there was no actual difference in behavior throughout the movie. Yeah, that's, they 100% stayed the same the whole time, like, behaved exactly the same way. They just realized, like, oh, I don't really want casual sex. The only behavior change was... In the actual sex scenes, I guess, in the beginning, the sex scenes were them, like, literally, like, talking about fucking watermelon while having sex. Yeah. Be like, oh, what'd you do today? Oh, There were blah, blah, blah. weird, like, joke sex scenes, and then there was, like, the one that was supposed to be more real, where it was more of an emotional thing. Which I feel like, you know, that's not even a good staple of what a relationship is. Yeah. You can, like, not take sex super seriously and emotional if you're in a yeah. relationship. Like, that's not... Yeah. That's not what sex looks like. I mean, yeah, if you're comfortable enough with somebody to be open like that, I feel like actually that's even more vulnerable. Yeah. 
So I guess, you know, their whole thing is, oh, they opened up to each other over time. Not even true. Um, yeah. But, you know, they were open from the start, actually. Yeah. They went from two people just wanting to have sex to people who kind of fell for each other along the way. Oh. Yeah. I would say, out of ten, I would give the characters overall uh, a four. <laughs> wow. Okay, okay. I would also give it a four. They were super annoying. He was douchey. She was like this cliche of like a girl who's not that girly. Yeah. Kind of lame. Yeah. Just weird writing. So I guess, yeah. yeah I mean, I, honestly, maybe even a three. I don't know. No, four. Four, four. Four out of ten. Four? Four. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we'll talk about No Strings Attached and the actors. Uh, Natalie Portman... I think was a controversial pick for a lot of people. I don't get that. I I kind of do because she's not like I don't see her as like a comedy actress. I definitely look at her and I think like a serious like you know, like a serious actor who plays more like drama than like rom-com. But would but that I, would that would prevent people from seeing the movie though? Like I, like people go in with that expectation that's i mean i guess i went in the expectation that justin timberlake was a shitty actor but (laughs) (laughs) i feel like she that's weird to me that people actually stated that opinion yeah i think people because like even in the well this goes into characters but like her character is honestly kind of similar to how people would expect like natalie port like you know like they wouldn't expect her to be like a funny goofy person yeah and so her character wasn't that but, like, that's not her no. fault. No, I th- actually thought her character, so... Oh, no, we're just going into her actor right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you get him confused. But, yeah, that's true. I don't think... I-, I can understand her being a serious, more serious actress. But if anything, I mean, how does that have to do with the actual role? Because, like, that just means she's a great actress. She can do whatever. She can, yeah. do, she can do drama. Like I, I, I agree. I think, I think she did a pretty good job in the movie. And I like her as an actress. I really like her as an actress. I mean, yeah. Padme. So, yeah. <laughs> not to throw my bias in the mix, but completely to throw it in there. Yeah. This mean, is all not... completely bias. <laughs> yeah. Once again. Um, but no, um, just based on her as an actress, I mean, she's adorable. Yeah. I, I mean, think she's... she is a great actress, and she did a good job in this movie. Yeah, pretty good. And then for Ashton Kutcher, on the other hand, (laughs) no. (laughs) I think Ashton Kutcher is kind of just like... See, on the other hand, like, Natalie Portman, great actress, can do a lot. Ashton Kutcher, I feel like, is kind of similar to Justin Timberlake, where, like, he just plays seemingly the same character and everything. That's really... I completely agree. He plays this annoying, fucking obnoxious... Tall is usually something yeah. in his, like, personality. Like, this is tall as part of his yeah. personality. And, you know, kind of goofy. I will say, I think that this movie was a little bit less of the annoying part. A hundred percent. Because he was, he was like, a sweet guy. And I think he but did a good job with it. Because he's kind of, though. like, he's, like, an adorkable person. That's true. That is character. As an actual actor, I'm not a great, I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, I agree. In this movie, he changed my mind a little bit. Mm -hmm. Do I give him props for that in this category, though? Maybe a little. I don't know. (laughs) Okay, okay. I mean, eh. I kind of liked him a little more now. I guess it affected my... my Yeah. 
feelings as him as an actor. Yeah. I mean, if I was rating them separately, it'd be drastic. But I think <laughs> I'm putting them together, so I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I think... And side I, characters. Really good. Yeah. The side characters, we had uh, Jake Johnson, who, like, again, not to throw our bias in there. But no, completely to throw that fucking bias in there. Jake Johnson is a god. obsessed with Jake Johnson. This movie had Ludacris for, like, a couple Amazing. seconds. <laughs> like, <laughs> really like good, he though. was a character, but not an important one. Love it. It had Greta Gerwig, who, like, I don't think I've ever seen her. Like, you know, I've, I've heard of her. I don't think I knew what she looked like. I'm actually kind of shocked that that's what she looks like. Yeah. I mean, she was actually a pretty good actress, too. Yeah, she did, a, she, she did played. a good job. Yeah. I liked her. And Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling. And Mindy Kaling, yeah. I think those are the... Fucking love her. The most uh, notable names. I love them all. All the side characters. I mean... I think, yeah. I'm biased. I'm biased. <laughs> they're They're amazing. Jake Johnston really sets the bar high, actually. Just because he's in this movie, I'm going to rate it so much higher. Yeah, actors. that's that's 100% true. I'm so fucking biased here. Um, I think... I think they did a good... I think also part of it is that I just enjoyed this... Like, the writing of this movie, to me, felt better than Friends with Benefits. Yeah, I totally agree. And if, Yeah, keep going. Sorry. I think, like, just for the actors alone, I would give this movie, like, a... Oh, I'm gonna give it a really high rating. <laughs> I mean, I give the other one a freaking six, dude. I have to give this one higher. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I would true. give it honestly the the cast like an an eight point five out of ten. Eight point five. Wow. I want to give it a nine, it, but really though, that's Jake Johnston. That's really shining through. <laughs> ten out of ten for Jake Johnston. I just like this the the little like the other movie had more cameos. Mm-hmm. This one had better cameos, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, <laughs> I think they 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 did they didn't they did more with the actors that they had than they did in Friends with Benefits. I would give it. I'm gonna say an eight. Yeah, I mean, you know, Jake Johnson's got me up to that point five. So, <laughs> Ashton Kutcher really didn't play much of a role in this. So, <laughs> in my rating. So to go on to characters. Okay. What do you kind think? of similar? to friends with benefits i feel like natalie portman's character didn't entirely make sense like they never actually explained her well enough i could go on the defense on that though i okay. feel like they didn't explain her but i also feel like that is her personality is that she's very unpredictable that's true they definitely they, they did try to like show that as like her personality is just like she kind of just says whatever and doesn't really care and is like just kind of I don't want to say mean, but just, like, blunt. She's very blunt. That's what it is. Yeah, exactly. She's very blunt. She's very, like, um... She doesn't have a filter, almost. She just kind of says what's on her mind. Yeah, yeah. Or does random things that she just feels like doing. Yeah. But... They don't really explain it. You're right. What I will say is that, like, they... they she has, like, these emotional issues that are, like, kind of a, a part of the story. But those are never explained. The fact that she, like, doesn't want a relationship so badly and just, like, has this fear of like an actual relationship with someone like that doesn't make sense no they didn't explain it actually at all like it really really doesn't make sense actually to point that out her mom and her sister in the movie are like oh we're happily in a relationship we can't be alone like you like, yeah. they actually separate themselves from her personality wise yeah so you have no idea where that came from no it doesn't make any sense it's just like oh she's different from the rest of her family but like 
why like what happened to her and like yeah technically you don't have to have something that happens to you yeah. to make you like that but like in a movie that's just how movies work <laughs> like, yeah because her, her behavior is pretty extreme so i feel like there yeah. should be something that's said about that and also even okay so at the beginning of the movie natalie portman's character and ashton kutcher's character they bump into each other at a frat party it's one of their many bump ins mm -hmm. and they see each other they recognize each other from when they were like teenagers and she immediately is like oh i remember you you want to come to a funeral oh, no you want to come to something with me tomorrow she calls it something, something to do. stupid oh something stupid yep and he's like oh sure and it ends up being her father's fucking funeral <laughs> yeah. can like, we just talk about that actually because that's an emotional funny. issue <laughs> yeah but it's like it doesn't make sense like her father died but like clearly her having this like you know tendency to do just random things has to have been something that happened before her father died you know for sure because she brings him to the funeral yeah and it's almost like she's not at her dad's funeral you yeah know? i mean it's like she makes not a joke of it but it's just, it doesn't seem you know it's not tearing her apart yeah outwardly yeah <laughs> so i mean she invited this random guy there yeah but then on the other hand a problem that i have with ashton kutcher's character is that he just like instantly falls in love with her for no reason yeah i have an like, issue with that too from like the second that he sees her at that party he's already just like completely obsessed with her that's true and oh, then, wait, actually, and then she does that thing she just takes him to a funeral and he's like okay yeah <laughs> i mean yeah he just kind of goes along with it but um going back to our point on natalie portman in the bit you said oh it existed before her father it actually did because if you think about how the movie started she was consoling him mm -hmm. because um, his parents were getting his, a divorce his parents were getting a divorce yep and he was really de like depressed about it and she was like oh i'm not really a hug type of person like you can already tell that she was very like yeah. cold yeah. kind of yeah not affectionate really yeah so they introduced that pretty early on yeah and a weird thing about her not being able to console people is that she's a doctor <laughs> <laughs> that's actually true she's starting to be a doctor like how are you supposed to like be a doctor when you have absolutely no bedside manner at all <laughs> like, <laughs> That's so there true. are multiple points in the movie where ashton kutcher is like sad and she clearly just doesn't know how to handle it <laughs> and you know they describe her character as being like well she describes herself as being afraid to feel she doesn't want to feel bad things yeah she says that a few times in the movie that she doesn't want the pain that comes with a relationship she doesn't mm -hmm. want to feel those horrible feelings mm -hmm. So I, that's really where it stems from, I guess. But they don't really say where that feeling comes from. Why she mm -hmm. doesn't want to feel things like that. Yeah. So that's strange. But let's let's go into Ashton Kutcher's character because yeah. his character is fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he has daddy issues, which like <laughs> that. See, at least with him, like you kind of understand where things stem from, because his dad is just the worst. Yeah, but he doesn't even have issues in the movie that's kind of like, true they never really say like oh he has issues he has issues that aren't that aren't like a problem that don't cause problems in relationships that's really wait what it that's kind of shocking if you think about that like she has problems they don't explain he doesn't have problems but they give him a lot of backstory <laughs> for problems that he should yeah, have that's, true. <laughs> that's really really true that's actually a really good point is that like <laughs> with him his dad like is you know just kind of just kind of sleeping around i don't did he He's a man whore. But did he cheat on his... Yeah, that's true. Did he cheat on his mom? Did his dad cheat on his mom? 
I or did I they just remember. get a divorce? I don't remember. I don't know if they ever said it. I mean, Neither. maybe they did say it. I'm not remembering. But, I mean, if he has the morality to... Okay, so, big reveal. Oh, wait. Is that a spoiler? I mean, at this point, does it I matter? mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna... I th- we could put a disclaimer <laughs> that, like, this might spoil some movies. Okay, spoiler alert right here. Boom, yeah, boom. Yeah, skip ahead 20 seconds. Big one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, he sleeps with Ashton Kutcher's ex-girlfriend. Yeah. They break up, and... And he sleeps with her. No, he and doesn't even just sleep with her. With he, her. like, literally, yeah, he has a relationship with this woman. He full and on dates a, her. And then another big spoiler later on says that they want to have a baby together. So, yeah. I mean, if he has the morality to do that, go that far. He probably cheated I mean, on the wife. Yeah, I mean, come on. So, like, it makes sense that Ashton Kutcher's character would be a hot mess. And, like, be not. terrified of relationships. But like but I guess not. I guess it had the opposite effect where he like he doesn't want to be like his dad to some extent. But actually, in the movie, as soon as that happened, he's like, I want, I, I gotta freaking have sex with the first person in my phone. I gotta get laid. That's you know? true. Yeah, that's very. That was true. his immediate reaction, and that's yeah. how him and Natalie Portman come back in contact with each mm-hmm. other. So that is strange. Yeah. So his character, I think I thought he made more sense than he does actually. <laughs> I mean, like I, now like, now that we're talking about this. It, like he doesn't make sense he doesn't but the characters themselves are more lovable yeah i like these characters a lot were. better yeah i do think that they are more likable because they are yeah. they're they're less so just plain stereotypes that's true we've ragged on them now i mean all we did was rag on the you know friends with benefits <laughs> yeah. friends with benefits cast but i mean i actually have positive things to say about these characters i yeah. didn't really have much positive things to say about the other characters yeah i i definitely agree at least like ashton kutcher's character was like nice he was friendly he was lovable he was just like a sweet guy he was lovable and usually i find ashton kutcher very obnoxious and annoying in most of his movies yeah that's true a touch of lovable, but no. Yeah. <laughs> but no. In this movie, I feel like um, he was a lot more, like, cute. Yeah. I actually thought his character was really cute. And, yeah. like, just, I, it was much more, like, played down. It was a little watered down than he usually is. Yeah. Which I thought was good. And then Natalie Portman's character, we talked about she was kind of cold and serious. How yeah. you'd expect her to be. But with that, like, dry sense of humor. Yeah, it was, like, there. funny. Yeah, like that. The fact that she was blunt like that was yeah. kind of funny. She said things sometimes that were like pretty hilarious. Yeah, she definitely did. That the I think that was actually kind of nice because they they did add in a mix of dry humor with just like regular humor. Yeah, should I read some of the quotes that I had from some of the characters? Yeah, sure. Just to compare the two movies in humor, is that one of the categories or no? It's not, but go for it. <laughs> okay, because like I really feel like. Um, no strings attached was a lot funnier. I, I, benefits, I would even also though, agree. Yeah, exactly. I would. I just thought it was funnier. I think that's because of the writing, though. The writing was, I feel like, more witty, mm-hmm. rather than I feel like Friends with Benefits tried to go with like the one punch, like yeah, raunchy that's typically seen in like comedy one hundred percent theaters. Yeah. While No Strings Attached went for like a little more clever. Not really. I mean, I'm gonna read some of this shit. And it's gonna be like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'll just read it. Um, there was this one scene where Ashton Kutcher said to Natalie Portman, I shook my dick at you. (laughs) And he did. He shook her dick. He shook his dick at her. And then she said, you have a nice dick. It seems carefree. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then uh, there was this one scene where um, Jake Johnson and Ashton Kutcher are having a conversation, and Jake Johnson goes, the thing about fucking in a Prius is you don't have to feel guilty after. <laughs> and then Ashton Kutcher goes, because of the carbon footprint? And then they're like, yeah. <laughs> like, that's just fucking funny. It is funny. And then there's one scene where this girl who's, like, drunk at a party with Ashton Kutcher does an impression of Nemo. <laughs> and she just does, like, the fish lips and then just goes, Dad! Dad? <laughs> But she doesn't say it's Nemo. She's like, guess who this is? And Ashton Kutcher's like, I have no idea. <laughs> and then there's the whole pumpkin part. Oh, that's like the one other big one I want to talk about. Yeah. Natalie Portman, she's in a fight with these girls. And she goes, you look like a pumpkin, bitch. <laughs> and then they run away and they go, we're not pumpkins, we're ladies. <laughs> and then she she's like, ring, ring, the pumpkin patch call. They want their pumpkins back. <laughs> Just a and she's scene. like, someone like, call Charlie Brown, we found the great pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just thought the jokes were, like, less, um, I said this in my notes, I said, in Friends with Benefits, they were really trying to be funny. They were trying hard. Yeah. They, they wanted it to be very, like, it was overtly funny. Mm-hmm. Like, they really wanted it to be front and center. Yeah. Like, the punchlines were obvious, the jokes were very set up, and, you know. Yeah. While in No Strings Attached, it was very, like... Um, immersed into the actual yeah, dialogue. Yeah, it felt way more subtle. It was in the story, like, and that's, I feel like, goes along with writing and acting yeah. and characters. Like, they just made the humor, um, like, more easy on the characters, you know? Like, it came more naturally to them mm-hmm. in conversations. It wasn't just like, oh, we're having sex, let's fucking talk about our breakfast. Oh, that's <laughs> the punchline, you know? It was like they had sex, that was one thing, and then the jokes were a part of the dialogue throughout the rest of the movie. (laughs) It wasn't like them having sex was the fucking punchline. Which I actually kind of feel like was semi the joke in Friends with Benefits. Yeah. Is how casual they were having sex. Yeah. Um, So for, I would give, we we didn't score the characters yet, did we? No, we didn't. Okay. I would say, I'm going to go with seven. Ooh, I would go. Here's the thing. In, I'm gonna rate this on like a rom-com level scale, cause like all rom-com characters to some degree are cliche or whatever. I'm gonna give the characters. Um, I'll give them an eight. Okay. I want to give them a nine, but I'll give them an eight just cause they were a little bit confusing. Yeah, I I gave seven just cause like ha- us talking about it made me realize how like there's a bit more issues than i had initially realized but i still i still definitely like them and think that they were better (laughs) there were some issues i just think i mean in clarity i mean there were issues for sure what did i i gave the characters a four right for for, (laughs) For okay yeah yeah, then yeah i stick with a seven (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'll go with an eight just because i really like their personalities i like the humor okay let's go right into story then story friends with benefits Yup, just big fat fart. I feel like it, like th- so the, the the general story these uh, Mila Kunis find uh, meets Justin Timberlake because she's trying to get him to get this job at GQ, and mm-hmm. then they just become friends because he moves to New York for the job and he's she's the only person he knows. I yeah. feel like that doesn't make sense. Like it's I just some d- the- like to meet someone like that through a job and then just like become friends with them i feel like that doesn't really happen that much like because it's not like they work together i think what they were trying to hint at was that they had sexual chemistry and that's why they kind of kept talking yeah i guess that's probably true they were sexually 
But there, that's the thing is it wasn't like there. No, there wasn't any sexual attraction. Yeah, I didn't feel visible to the viewer. I didn't feel any chemistry between them personally. Like I, I didn't. I couldn't have picked up on that. <laughs> no, like it really. Honestly, it was kind of like she was a teacher and he was like a student because she was like, "Let me show you around the city and convince you to stay." Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, I don't know. Okay." And then, I feel like the chemistry just—it wasn't romantic. Mm-hmm. They tried to hint at it. It just wasn't. Yeah. They had no chemistry. I honestly feel like them being friends with benefits made more sense than them actually being in a relationship. That's what I actually said in my notes is that, like, the the idea of friends with benefits is that there's no emotions. It's just two people having sex with each other mm-hmm. who are friends. And in this movie, that concept shines because <laughs> there's yeah, no, like, 100%. romantic sexual. Like, that is 1,000% no true. Um, but yeah, no, that part made sense. They were very casual. Yeah. And then, um, as the story unfolds a little bit, halfway through the movie, gets a little deeper mm-hmm. with the family aspect and their whole, um, personality relationship struggles. Yeah. I feel like it was, it got better. Yeah. It got better when they introduced her mom. I actually kind of liked that side yeah, story. Yeah, I think and then, her mom was funny too. <laughs> Yeah, I liked their relationship. I thought it was honestly, like, that chemistry between her and her mom and how, like, like that was better acting than her and Justin Timberlake. Yeah. You know, like, I believe that that was her mom yeah. more than I believe One, that she was I interested in That's Justin true. Timberlake. So I felt like the side stories with, with her and her mom were kind of good. Mm-hmm. I liked that. It was a rough relationship with her mom and very on and off talking and, you know, just being there for each other. And then Justin Timberlake with his dad. I mean... They made it seem like he really looked up to him, which wasn't that clear. I don't know. Yeah. They mentioned it a few times. But I think the relationship with his dad and his sister and his nephew, that was a cute yeah, little side story. Yeah, I, I liked that. That's definitely true. I, I liked the family aspect with him. Yeah, so the side stories, I feel like, really, like advanced the story as a whole mm-hmm. a little bit more. Um, but I think the romance in general in the movie was just no, yeah. no, kaput, yeah. just poop. And, like, also, like, the writing ties into it where, like, the right it just, like, didn't do a good job of, like, showing any sort of, like, emotional attraction between the two of them. Like, it just, it wasn't there for a vast majority of the movie. Yeah, the relationship escalated from zero to a hundred. Yeah, it wasn't, like, a gradual thing. It was just, like... I mean, they, I think they wanted to make it seem like that. Yeah. But in actuality, I don't think it came through that yeah. way. I don't know. It was freaking doo-doo. Yeah. It was doo-doo. And I also wanted to talk about the way they got together, the differences in both movies, Mm -hmm. the way they actually came together at the end. Yeah. (laughs) Because, fuck that. Like, in this movie, I mean, spoiler it again. uh, Yeah, the flash mob. (laughs) I was going to talk about the flash mob, but I want to talk about how when they actually realized they were in love. Oh, okay. Because I feel like that when they fell in love in both movies, kind of. Yeah. In this movie, like I said, zero to a hundred. They're, you know, friends with benefits. She goes to visit his parents. I mean, his dad. Which is, you know, new territory for him. Ooh. Yeah. And then they sleep together and it's much more passionate. But, like, they never really indicated that the romance had escalated. Yeah. I don't think they really made that clear. Yeah, I think they were trying to be like, oh, now she understands him on a deeper level because she's met his family and seen where he comes from. And so, like, that's why it felt different 
but like, I guess, yeah. But like, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't like. I don't see how that would affect Justin Timberlake's perception of her. Like, I, I, well, they showed him glance at her you know, romantically at, at one point, yeah. and I was like, oh, he's in love with her <laughs> for no reason though, because they what they had dinner with her family like once, and then they slept together, and then yeah. That's it. That's the that's the part where they fell in love. That's yeah. it. Yeah, really I don't see how it made sense. No, I think that's pretty lame. You know, of an execution. Mm-hmm. It was not made clear. They went from literally like fools in in the sack to <laughs> passionately doing it yeah. in his parents' house, and it's like the dialogue didn't indicate, or their even their interactions with one another didn't indicate that there was anything romantic going yeah. on. It just, Besides the fact that they kind of opened up to each other a little bit. Yeah, it was really like out of like out of nowhere that they were just like, oh, maybe this is bigger than this. But barely. Yeah. <laughs> but like, ba- like people had to slap the shit out of them. They had to slap the <laughs> sense into That's them. That's true. His sister really had to be like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> His dad, too. His dad had to strip in public to fucking be like, listen. I don't think that's why his dad... I think it was the Alzheimer's that did that, so... <laughs> He's like, listen, I'm taking off my pants. That's how serious I am right now. <laughs> okay, wait. Another thing, though. <laughs> we didn't touch upon this. I don't know. I think this is more of a thing with the writing, but I, I, well, I think it could have been talked about within uh, characters, but the fact that Justin Timberlake's character had this weird obsession with Sully Sullenberger with <laughs> the miracle on the Hudson. Like, what? Like, that was kind of funny, but really weird and made absolutely no sense at but all. But also really subtle in some scenes. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was, um, because it, it was, it was, like an obsession with him specifically, but also just kind of like with planes, and also, but it appearing in other parts of the movie, like you yeah, know, like other people talking about yeah, it. Yeah, in the background of one scene, you can see that Mila Kunis has like Sully Sullenberger's Wikipedia article. Is it Sullenberg? I don't <laughs> remember. It doesn't fuck? really matter. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, Sully. Sully. Yeah, she has his Wikipedia article pulled up in the background of a shot. <laughs> Which, like, and that's that makes funny. me think it's like maybe the director, yeah. like the writer who's obsessed with him. And, and but as someone from New York, that's not like a stereotype, yeah. Here. I think they tried to make it seem as if that's in New York, as stere- if like everyone stereotype. in New York is like really super proud that that happened and like idolizes, yeah. Him. But like, I really haven't heard anyone care <laughs> since that Good happened. Movie. Haven't heard about it since, <laughs> yeah. but <laughs> that's just another Very side cool. note. <laughs> I just wanted to bring that up. I thought I was like, we yeah, can't not random. talk about this. <laughs> we gotta talk about Sully. We're New Yorkers. Yeah. <laughs> we have to bring it up. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah. So, how would you rate the story? The story. Uh, I I'll give the story a five. Honestly, I would give this story. Um, I would give it a five too. It's like Ooh. typical. So should we jump over back to the other one and do that? No strings attached. Story? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. So, uh, I just think it was more interesting. Like, I like that they're. For sure. I mean, I guess that's more of a personal preference, but that's what this whole thing is. It is a personal preference. This is just our opinions. Exactly. But I liked that mm-hmm. they had like a history. I agree. I think that was fun. I think that made it more interesting. I I think so too because it made the chemistry between them seem a lot more believable yeah. like I, I i fed into the story i fed into yeah. the, the fact that they had feelings for each other in the beginning it was a little rocky i was like what the mm-hmm. fuck why do they like each yeah. other <laughs> <laughs> like i was so confused by it 
But I like, you know, that, that they kept meeting up, and that's very romantic. Yeah. It's a romantic And notion. I like that, um, like, Ashton Kutcher's character just, like... I mean, I like it, and I don't like that he, like, instantly fell for her for kind of, like, no reason. But I, did, I, I like that he was, like, persistent, but, like, in a respectful way. Like, yeah, he wasn't, I, I like, totally a agree. stalker, but he just, like wanted to spend as much time with her as he could exactly and i kind of i also like the fact that you know he's the persistent one and not the female yeah, that's that little usually... switch there is really nice <laughs> and they pulled it off yeah like it was a nice yeah it was a nice twist on a rom-com yeah, you know yeah. the, the like gender that the dude role is flop. super into her yeah yeah and that she's not like a bitch though yeah because like in some movies i feel like they make the girl seem really bitchy and like oh the dude's pining after her but you know he's too good yeah, for yeah, her. yeah that's not what this is this is like you know he's just really into her that's yeah it. <laughs> and she just like can't get over her own issues yeah i kind of like that i yeah. feel like that's breaks rom-com breaks a little out of rom-com a little yeah. bit a little bit and um so you know they meet over and over again cute mm-hmm. they meet back up for the final time i guess in a funny way yeah i kind of like that how he just like goes and i also they introduced the family arc a lot earlier in this movie yeah than they did in friends yeah so it kind of like it, it helped guide the plot throughout the whole movie exactly like they didn't just randomly introduce the yeah. parents halfway yeah. through and, and like throw i in like that we've, dynamic like we've said before like i felt like this movie actually had like side characters and side plots like that were kind exactly, of like separate but related mm-hmm. whereas like friends with benefits it was just like a little like a different section of the movie yeah like in, in friends with benefits all the side characters were side characters you know they're they're they benefited the main story the main yeah. plot they helped the main characters figure things out and blah 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 while in no strings attached no the the side characters had their own mm-hmm. stories their own mini stories yeah. that i mean helped the plot in yeah, a way it definitely but tied also, into I it mean, but also like had its own thing yeah, I think it it had its own goodness. Yeah, to like it. It had its own story. Oh, uh, what's his Ashton Kutcher like had a whole separate story with his dad that like kind mm-hmm. of wasn't exactly related to his relationship with Natalie Portman. It wasn't. That's yeah. the thing. I mean, we said how shocked yeah. we were that it wasn't, <laughs> but it was it was interesting. I, I liked that dynamic. I mean, it was funny. Yeah, it was. It, it yeah. added like humor. Yeah. That wasn't just like yeah. shitty. <laughs> that's and I like that. And um, that's the thing about friends with benefits is that they like kind of, they 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 use the Alzheimer's to try and add comedy sometimes. And I'm just like, not sure that that's right. Yeah, that's just sad. <laughs> yeah. Like that's just kind of fucked up and it's sad. It's like, oh, like, he's not wearing pants. And it's like, yeah, he has a a disease. Like he's sick. <laughs> I know, and that's, you know, we actually pointed that out while we were watching The Benefits, is that in this movie, the dad has Alzheimer's, and he's, you know, it's supposed to kind of be a joke a little bit, and in the other movie, his dad sleeps with... Yeah, (laughs) which, like, is messed up, but that is kind of funny. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of funny, actually, in in that sense. So, like, that was a different dynamic between the kids and the dads. (laughs) Um, And then for Natalie Portman's you know mom and sister that's not a huge thing it's just i think they're in the movie to really highlight her yeah own, like distance yeah. from relationships and then and stuff. in the end it more serves as like a to show her what she's missing out on yeah and so going back to how i want to compare like how they fell in love mm-hmm. almost in this movie like 
it's very um like over time yeah it's spread out a little bit so you can see how they actually fall in yeah. love why they have feelings for each other action kutcher i mean not as much but, <laughs> um i mean kind of you can see that he really likes this girl for whatever reason maybe because they've known each other for a long time yeah um but he just likes her mm-hmm. and then they get to know each other they sleep around a little bit and they spend a lot of time together and you know they kind of win each other over yeah and but that's the thing is that the romance always kind of existed i feel like between them yeah it started off kind of romantic in a way they just denied it mm-hmm. while in friends with benefits there was no romance at all yeah literally zero and then 100 percent at the end of the movie in this movie, it was just slowly, like, yeah, they kind of realized building. it. Yeah. But it was always there, I feel yeah. like. They always made it apparent that the connection was there. There's definitely, like, a way bigger romance aspect throughout this whole movie, which I really yeah. appreciate. Like, it, it made me actually feel something, you know? Watching Friends with Benefits, I was just like, ah But watching No Strings Attached, <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Which is, I want to say, oh, this is more romance, Friends with Benefits is more comedy, but it's not. Because yeah, I honestly it's found this movie funny. also more funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I found this movie way more funny than Friends with Benefits. So, I'm sorry, Friends with Benefits, I'm pooping on you already. I but think, like, like, No Strings <laughs> Attached is a better romantic comedy because it does both. <laughs> All together. It does both really Throughout well, Throughout the too. whole movie. Yeah, I don't know. So, I like that. And then, so they get together, you know, a few times. I won't spoil it completely. But, you know, they realize their feelings for each other a few times. Yeah. At the end. And, and it and it works out, you know. It's not just like they do it once with some passionate, yeah. you know, scenes. And then it changes everything, you know. Yeah, fancy camera work. <laughs> some music. And then it's like, oh, of course they love each other. Yeah. But that's the thing is they had goofy sex. And, you know, you can still tell that there was chemistry and romance between them. So, I mean. Yeah. The chemistry alone in this movie I feel like makes amplifies the story. Yeah, 100%. Is that writing or story, though? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like partly story. Because I feel like in this movie, they make it more apparent early on that there's feelings. Yeah. On both sides, almost. If more so on Ashton Kutcher's side. But in Friends of Benefits, I feel like it was very... They wanted to make it very clear that there was no emotions on either side. Yeah. Pure sex. I think, personally, I would say i would give this story for this movie like uh probably an eight no i'm gonna say yeah an eight i really like rom-com so i'm gonna totally be biased in this yeah i'm giving it a nine out of ten wow i really like the story i mean it's kind of basic as is friends with benefits but it has like some nice spins on it which i like and I think, you know, like, because when you directly compare them, they're, like, you know, bare bones, same plot. Two people have casual sex relationship, but No Strings Attached just did more with that story, in my opinion. There were, like you said, the side stories for me really helped. Yeah. I thought they were really cute side stories. Yeah. Um, I liked the fact that they kept meeting up. I like, you know, how they, I like the development of the story better. Well, I feel like there wasn't really any development in the mm-hmm. story. <laughs> It was very, like, the same thing. Well, in this movie, I feel like there was a good pace. Yes, I agree. So I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Yeah. That's a huge jump, though. <laughs> but I think in comparison to Friends with Benefits, it's fair to give this a 9. That's true. In direct comparison, I'll give it a 9 out of 10. Yeah. Because I did really enjoy it. And when I watched the movie, I was like, damn, I actually really like this movie. Yeah. I would give it a really high rating. And, like, again, this is all just our bad opinions. But, like, if you disagree, yeah, you're wrong. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Like, you're wrong. 
That's why we're on the podcast right now. <laughs> that's why we're the ones with the microphones. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's story. What do we have next? Uh, next up is feminism. Very specific to these two movies because uh, rom-coms tend to have a lot of uh, stereotypes in them, specifically about women. And okay, I, I, I want to put... see how these did with that. Mm-hmm. I want to say something first to you because... When we talked about this a little while back, you were like, oh, I feel like um, No Strings Attached had a little more, um, like, feminist appeal. Mm -hmm. And in my head, I was thinking from what I saw a long time ago, I was like, nah, I'm thinking Friends with Benefits maybe because of, like, you know, she's crushing stereotypes, Mila Kunis' character. Now that I've rewatched it, I'm like, no. (laughs) That's not at all true. (laughs) That didn't happen. (laughs) So, yeah, do you agree still that uh, No Strings Attached had more feminist appeal? I do. I do think that No Strings Attached did a better job. Because, like, Natalie Portman's character was just so, like, different than any, than, like, your, the stereotypes of a woman. Like, she wasn't Mm -hmm. in, she wasn't very emotional, and she wasn't, like, looking to cuddle after sexual relations, and she was just trying to, like, do her job, but, like, you know, have a little fun. Exactly. And she was a doctor. That's an added plus. Yeah, that's definitely a plus. And they did, like, as we we mentioned it before, but they have the the role reversal where Ashton Kutcher is the one that's, like, uh, a bit more emotional and emotionally involved in this relationship and just kind of, like, chasing after her. Yeah, she's not pining after him. Yeah. Yeah, she's actually the one who wants to keep it friends with benefits. She's the one who wants to, like, you know, not really call it a relationship. While him, on the other hand, he wants to admit the feelings and take it to the next step. Yeah. So that alone is like, yeah, it's pretty... Like, that's pretty good. Feminist-y. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, friends with benefits is just ridden with sexism and homophobia. (laughs) Yeah, like, overtly and covertly, though. Like, really. Oh, well, what I will say about uh, this is it's kind of feminism, but there is one scene in No Strings Attached where they do kind of like fetishize like a like lesbian or like uh, a relationship between two women. Oh, with the part with Ashton Kutcher? Yeah. And like that part's that's not really great, but that's not great. But I feel like that's reality, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I will say that uh, that part's not good. No, it's not great. But there are definitely a lot better parts to No Strings Attached in comparison to Friends with Benefits. Because in Friends with Benefits, Justin Timberlake's character says so many things. He calls a <laughs> Prius girly or something like that. Or actually, I think that's actually No Strings Attached where they call a Prius girly. But there's a bunch <laughs> of there's a bunch of other things where he's like, oh, you're such a girl. Oh, girls just want to cuddle after sex. Girls can't, you know. Oh, super stereotype. Yeah. Like on both ends, on both the male and yeah, female yeah, yeah. aspect of it. Because their characters are supposed to be the complete fucking stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Like, she is emotionally damaged because she believes in true love. Yeah. Really interesting that take on that. That is literally what they say in the movie. <laughs> That's 100% what they say. That's what her own character says about herself. She's emotionally damaged because she pines for true love, Mila Kunis. <laughs> How that's emotionally damaged, I'm fucking confused, but, you know, whatever. (laughs) If that's her character. (laughs) But, so on that end, it's like, wow, okay, so she's... But on the same end, like, they kind of normalize, like, friends with benefits. They don't really make her out to be, like, slutty or, you know, skimpy in any way for having that relationship. So my original thought was, oh, that's kind of, you know, on the side of feminism, how they don't really shame her for wanting that type of relationship. Yeah. They do that in both movies, though. 
neither one of them really they shames do. her for but shames anyone for that kind of relationship. But in this movie, in in Friends with Benefits, it's almost like to make her not like very you know scandalous. They have to make her almost like a like a bro. Yeah, that's kind of true. She drinks beer and she watches sports with him. Yeah, and, you know that's it's a like, really good point. Yeah. I felt that part of her character was very cringy. That, yeah. like, you know, she has to be this super strong, independent woman, and, you know, yeah. she. She can't kind be of too girly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, she's not girly. And they say that in the movie. I think he says, like, oh, you're not like other girls. Like, you know, she burps and, you know, <laughs> she's gross. <laughs> That's, like, part of her character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, we kind of mentioned it earlier, actually, really just about how, like, Woody Harrelson's character is just, like... Just harmful stereotypes, kind of, in yeah, both movies, but really... it wasn't really fair. Friends with benefits, yeah. And no strings attached. Uh, there was just... There were, like, two or three jokes where uh, Jake Johnson's character uh, was like, oh, my dads are gay, but I'm not, and he, like... Uh, I don't even remember, but there was, like, a joke or two. Where it wasn't he, that like, bad, though. Yeah, it I, wasn't I, that I mean, bad because so, also in Friends with Benefits, they also had um, the whole running gag of him liking Harry Potter. <laughs> and somehow that makes him <laughs> gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, Justin Timberlake, everyone would always call him gay because he liked Harry Potter. And it's and he would get really defensive about it. And it's like, First of all, what the, the fuck is that stereotype? That's not, even a, that's not even a stereotype. No, no one thinks that. Nerds are gay. Oh, exposed. <laughs> Nerds, watch out. Watch the book out, Potterheads. <laughs> That's just a gay slur now. Fucking yeah. Potterheads. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I actually think the fact that they made his dad's gay, I kind of liked it. Yeah, I thought it, it was like, it was uh, definitely just for the joke of it. Which, but at the like, same time, funny. like, they didn't make that much of a joke. No, like they it didn't. Was. They didn't. It played into the joke. But at the same time, I feel like it wasn't just for the joke. I kind of liked it. Yeah. Hey, inclusivity, gay adoption. <laughs> Very relevant to today's times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I would say feminism for friends with benefits, I'd give it uh, probably another four. <laughs> yeah, same. No, it was bad. Their whole fucking character Whenever, Whenever I rate something, <laughs> you always sound so shocked. <laughs> and then you give a similar low. rating. <laughs> You're usually not as judgmental as me, and I feel like that's why I'm like, wow, you're really going in. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see it coming, though. That's why I didn't see it coming. Uh, for Friends with Benefits... Wait, so you also say four, or...? Oh, no, I'd give it fucking two. Two? Okay. Two out of ten. And then, no strings attached. I'm gonna say six. Ooh, that's pretty low, too, actually. But, I mean, I think I'm gonna give it a little higher. Um, specific... specific <laughs> Specifically for rom-coms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give it. I'll give it a seven out of ten. That might be generous. But seven. Yeah. I gave it a six, right? Is that what I? Yep, you give it a six. <laughs> okay. Okay, and what do we got left? We have Jackie versus Kelso and rewatchability left. So Jackie versus Kelso is just like, are their characters different? Or are they are, are they typecast as Jackie and Kelso forever? Are they capable of acting differently? I want to put Justin Timberlake in this category. This is what I wanted to put a pin in. Because when we were talking about it, I was like, holy shit, I don't know if I can unsee him as Justin Timberlake the musician. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. We'll address that after we did the Jackie and Kelso thing, though. Okay. I felt like Ashton Kutcher 
in some ways was kind of similar to Kelso, where he, like, like we talked about this before about Ashton Kutcher just kind of mm-hmm. being like this like big goofy tall <laughs> obnoxious guy. Yeah. But I do feel like he was you could separate it because he was just like, uh, like he was nicer and he wasn't like an idiot. He wasn't a player. Yeah, and he did, he he had like an actual like brain. But that's the thing is that Kelso is notorious for like oh he's a cheater he can't stay faithful and you know he doesn't yeah. give a shit about his and relationship. And he's stupid. Yeah, he's super dumb, and like he's goofy, but I feel like he's not that lovable. I mean, he is. Yeah. But <laughs> to some degree, and I feel like in his rom com movies, they really play up the lovable, cutesy faithfulness mm-hmm. of him. Yeah. So I I necessarily don't see him as Kelso. Okay. So on a scale of one to ten, one being the most Kelso, ten being completely not Kelso. Oh, okay. I would say five. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that now? Is that how like you're watching the movie and you're like, oh, that's Kelso? Like, is that how you feel? Yeah. Neutral. Mm, I guess I'd give it. I'd give it like a six. I change my mind. It's a. It's a six because it is more separate from Kelso. As someone who, I, I mean, I was not an avid watcher of um, that seventy that show. show. So I feel like you know my my score is gonna be a little biased, but you know that's fine. That's, that's where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give it like an eight. Okay. As in, like, you know, not that Kelso. Yeah. Maybe maybe a seven. I'll give it a seven. Yeah. Okay. So what do you think about So we're rating them individually? Yeah. Okay. So now Mila Kunis. How Jackie is she? As Jackie. Mm, I feel like it's hard to be Jackie in anything else, but that's... <laughs> it's true, because Jackie's just such, like, a like a s- annoying stick-in-the-mud kind of person. <laughs> She's very stuck-up yeah. and, like, bratty. Yeah, very snooty. Can you be that as an adult? I mean, I guess, yeah, but... Yeah. I feel like in this movie specifically, not at all. Yeah. She was the opposite. She was, like, this down-to-earth bro. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely true. She definitely, like, was... She played the character in a way that... No, the character was written in that way, but, like, she also just, like, acted nothing like Jackie. Now, but do you see her as Jackie just because of who she is? No, I think I was definitely I was definitely able to separate the two and see like like I think she did a good job of like being a different character in this movie. Yeah. I agree. Okay. And then for okay, so I would give her if Ten's being most Jackie. No, Ten's being completely not Jackie. Oh, okay, then I would say like a nine. Nine. Yeah, I'd probably go Yeah, a nine. (laughs) <laughs> so this is the only thing we've graded so far where Friends with Benefits has a higher score. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. And that's just based on how much we like their characters <laughs> yeah. in, in that 70s show. Okay, finally, rewatchability. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Can we talk about Justin Timberlake real quick? Oh, yes, in... you're right. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Holy fuck. That would be a one, a one out of ten, <laughs> how similar he is in fucking everything he does. Honestly, I have to see. What other movies besides The Social Network is Justin Timberlake in? Because I can't... I feel like he has cameos and stuff. Oh, his Wikipedia article is so All I long. know is I will never not look at him and think that's not Justin Timberlake. You know what I mean? Yeah. I look at him and I'm like, that's not an actor. Dude. That's the musician Justin Timberlake. Okay, <laughs> I have seen him in Bad Teacher, and again, like he's t- supposed to be a different character, but is still just Justin Timberlake. <laughs> he's just Justin Timberlake making a cameo, even in his own movie. Yeah. So, unfortunately, he will always be Justin Timberlake. Yeah, for sure. Can't see him as anything else. 
So I just wanted to put that out there. I feel like he really brings down the quality of Friends with Benefits. No offense to Justin Timberlake. Yeah. <laughs> okay, rewatchability. Rewatchability. I mean, I would much... I don't ever need to see Friends with Benefits ever again. Like, I feel like Friends with Benefits has the kinds of jokes that, like, really are only funny ones. Let's say, like, it came up on TV. Yeah. Would you watch it? Like, if you're just scrolling through the channels, what's the likelihood of you watching it? Ten being the most likely. Oh, it's like, zero. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, e- like, even if there were absolutely nothing... Okay, well, what's the situation? Because if there's... If I have the option to turn off the TV and just not watch TV and just, like, listen to music, I would much rather do that than watch that movie. But is it, like, okay, a well, thing... that's pretty much as far as you can go. Yeah, but is it, like, <laughs> is is this situation, like, I have to watch something on TV? The situation is, you know, you have a choice to do anything else or watch this movie. No, yeah, I would, <laughs> like, I would really rather do something else. <laughs> for me... Rewatchability for this movie. I mean, you you're intense. I don't know if I would rate it that low. <laughs> okay, I would probably no. Yeah, no zero. No, I don't change really it. Keep it at zero. I ten. don't. I, that's true. I don't want to see it ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe you know I'd give it a, a third chance. Really. <laughs> just out of basic curiosity and like just wanting to pay closer attention to things. Hmm. I um, would watch it maybe... again with you, just to roast it. See, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't watch it with someone else <laughs> oh. because, like, f- it's not funny enough. It wouldn't be funny enough for me to even roast well, it. Well, see, that's why I would watch it with you because it's not funny enough for me to watch it on my own. It wouldn't be entertaining. It would only be entertaining as no, if I were No, that's the thing. I wouldn't else. watch it for the comedy. That's the issue. That's how, that's how <laughs> shitty the comedy was. I can't even roast it. I can roast, like, any movie and think it's hilarious. This one, it's not even, like, funny. That's true. The roast, roast isn't it. funny. It's more just, like, this is bad. Cringe. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, sitting there and cringing. Yeah, that's true. It's not even, like, oh, it's not ha, like ha, the ha, bye no, bye like, man. Holy where you fuck. roast it and it's like absolutely hilarious it's like this is just not a <laughs> no. good movie it's like because it's like uh, it's being so aware like they're trying so hard it's like when someone makes a shitty joke and you have to pretend to laugh <laughs> it's like oh god so i mean based on the comedy i wouldn't rewatch it but based on the actual romantic story behind it i'd be curious as to watch it again to see if you know if i if i get that rom-com feels the rom-com feels no i've i i I know i won't because i've already watched it (laughs) twice and i felt nothing the end is cute. i really only watched it once recently the end is cute but it's like those like two minutes of having feelings and being like oh that like compared to even in no strings attached i really feel it like the whole way through that's true that's true so i mean okay so for friends with benefits i would give it like a three out of ten really yeah, I mean it's kind of high, but I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> oh, but that's the thing is, are we doing a rewatchability? Watch it one more time, or how many? Or like, watch it? Would you want to watch it over and over again for the rest of your life? Because that's a big difference. I was thinking one more time. Because <laughs> just one more time, I would watch anything one more time for me. Oh no. I would. I would. If I stumbled upon this, I might watch it. Ah, eh, three out of ten is fair for me. Three out of ten. Okay, now for no strings attached. Um, I mean, I would definitely watch this again. I want to watch it again right now. I, yeah, I really, I enjoyed it. I liked the comedy. We've written down some really funny lines that I would be interested in watching again. It's really easy to, you know, kind of underestimate this movie's comedy. Yeah. Like, I did not expect it to be this funny. Yeah, I didn't either. And, like, I, I left a review of it on Letterboxd, actually, and I said, this movie has some real comedy gems. And really good though, and I'm even I'm even forgetting it now because I remember watching it laughing out yeah. loud. 
takes a lot to do that sometimes. And on top of that, the romance factor is just like 10 times better than Friends with Benefits. And the side characters. Yeah. Oh. There's just more to it. And I love Johnson. that. Like, I, if yeah. you're the kind of person that loves, like, that doesn't like side characters because you don't care and you just want to watch a movie see things happen and maybe laugh at some dumb things and yeah friends with benefits might be for you i get that but some dumb <laughs> shit like some fucking uh, some adam sandler bullshit <laughs> not even adam sandler adam sandler has, adam funny sandler moments, but has just some like, good stuff no he does i'm not gonna shit on adam sandler it's not gonna be that <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> like, it's just like very like you know you're expecting comedy you're getting what some people think comedy is it's the equivalent of a dick joke <laughs> It's obvious, yeah. and you know sometimes you get a chuckle. That's but, you know that's yeah. It's obvious. That's definitely. I think that's actually a really good comparison. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, a lot of people are gonna laugh at it, but how funny is it? Eh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't For know no strings attached, rewatchability. I'm gonna say that was a noise that I shouldn't have made Ooh, on the podcast. Fucking hated that, dude. Didn't even register for me. My I was too focused. Um, I'm gonna give it a seven. Oh my god, I would give it an 8. I would give All it right. an 8. No, no, I'm giving it a 7. Take it back, take it back. <laughs> okay. take it back. 7 out of 10. Okay, now we, gotta, now we gotta score. Okay, I've averaged all of the scores that we've given already, so now I just have to add up each movie's score. Look at you, you little math major. I am a math major, that is correct. So you even did mine? Yeah, I averaged mine. Oh, you're so sweet, because I barely even remember mine, to be honest. The total possible points is 60. Mm-hmm. Our our average total score between both of us is for, for friends with benefits is twenty eight point five. That's forty seven point five percent. Oh, so no strings attached. Out of sixty, got a forty four point seven five. Wow. Which is seventy four point six percent. Yes. <laughs> that's like a. 76%. That's a solid passing grade. <laughs> I fucking love that. That's a solid pass for sure. Wait, seven point what? I mean, seventy what? Seventy four point five percent, or oh, I forgot what the other one was. Eh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, seventy four percent about. I like that. That's not a bad score. And compared to you know the critics' ratings on Rotten Tomatoes, which is a bullshit website, yeah. um, anybody could be a fucking yeah. critic for anything. Honestly, we're um, such we're much better critics. I honestly would love to just talk to a critic and be like, how the fuck do you rate this <laughs> shit? Because I've seen some really questionable ratings on there. Anyways, <laughs> we are um, in opposition to mainstream critic rating. I feel like a 68% when it came out, okay. But I think if everyone who rated it watched it again now, they would rate it lower. <laughs> I hope they would feel like <laughs> Because that movie wasn't good. <laughs> So what was it, a 74 and a 47? Yeah. Oh, inverse. <laughs> That's actually kind of cute. <laughs> Aw, because they're kind of like twin yeah. movies. Yeah, oh my god, the... that's never going to happen again. <laughs> Neither is, what did we do at the beginning of this episode? The what douche. We, we said douche. <laughs> so if you're looking so for funny. a romantic comedy to watch, we would say watch no strings attached if you're if you're looking for a movie about casual sex watch no strings attached 
If you hate women, watch Friends with Benefits. <laughs> watch with, if you fucking love stereotypes about New York City and L.A. and aren't from either of those places, you're going to get a kick out of that humor. So, <laughs> if you're homophobic, you're going to find a lot of shit in there. <laughs> All right, but that's it. Yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for listening. Tune in next time.